Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas. Uh, the other half of the hosting team is across America. Out in Boston is Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Tuesday, my man. A huge betting day today. Talk yeah. about volume and action across all sports. Big slate here in Major League Baseball, 15 games. Excited to talk to our buddy Josh Towers, break down some games. And uh, I'll tell him right now, I won't ask him about the Orioles so he can kind of, you know, rest about that and not get too excited. They're about 500. uh, that is true. That is true. And, and I don't even get me started yesterday. Two nothing win against Milwaukee. So I do have to tip my cap there to Baltimore, but another big hockey day, Pritch 14 games in the NHL. But really what I'm excited about is the NBA playoffs and just some stats here to throw them at you, Pritch, just to kind of get us ready for the show today. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a type of guy who looks at uh, betting historical betting system matches. You know, what have we done? How things have, have performed in the past? It's not a guarantee it'll continue in the future, but it's just something to chew on. Maybe we can find a little bit of an edge. This is what's surprising to me. We'll have a full breakdown of both these games, Cavs, Nets, Clippers, Timberwolves. But one thing that I've noticed, both lines are moving to favorites in both these games. I dialed up some of my historical database numbers here, Pritch. Look at the last 10 years. Favorites, believe it or not, in the playoffs are pretty profitable. Uh, They're 444 and 388 against the spread, 53.4%. If you have almost 30 units here, uh, you know, laying these minus numbers with these favorites. So it just goes to show you, I'm the kind of, you know, contrarian guy. Give me those gross hazmat dogs, Pritch. But just keep an eye out for these favorites in the the postseason in the NBA. They tend to cover at a pretty decent rate, almost 54% the last decade. All right, great information right there, Josh Applebaum. Let's get to some headlines, though, from the association. MRI confirms left calf strain 
for Luca. Uh, yet to be ruled out for the game. I'm looking at the line right now, Josh. Uh, it's minus four and a half for the Jazz. Two fourteen and a half is a total. So, as a former athlete, um, you know a, a strain is a ligament and it's a tear. Uh, a, uh, a sprain, excuse me, a sprain uh, is a ligament, and so that's a tear. A sprain or strain uh, is a muscle tear. So. He's got something going on in there that he's going to know, obviously going to have to have get rehab and some treatment on it. But I'm wondering, you know, looking at this number right now, should I anticipate Luca? Obviously, he's not going to be 100%, but the degree uh, of or his ability out there against a really good Utah Jazz team, I mean, minus four and a half right now, I'm just, I'm anticipating uh, the fact that he's not going to be the normal Luca that we saw down the stretch in the regular season. Yeah, and this actually has a huge impact on the line, obviously, with Luka being one of the best players in the NBA, Pritch. And, you know, kind of when I hear calf strain, I think of Kevin Garnett, that second year with the Celtics, mm -hmm. when they were getting ready to win, you know, two in a row here, and it kind of derailed their season. So, right. Mike you know, these, Trout. Mike Trout, exactly, Pritch. You know, you feel like, oh, it's just a strain, no big deal. But sometimes these can, these can linger and really, you know, affect, especially, you know, a player like in basketball who really relies on their legs going up and down the court. Right. But for Luka, obviously, tough break here for the Mavs. Pritch, immediately we've seen a lot of steam here go to the Utah Jazz. Remember, we talked about this game at the opener yesterday. It was minus three Mavericks at home. That was saying, hey, if Luka's good to go, we'll make the Mavs a small you know, favorite here again with favorites doing well in the playoffs. But massive, massive line movement with this Luka injury. We're now seeing the Jazz all the way up to minus four and a half. So this is all, always a conundrum to me, Pritch. Like, you know, I want to be with that sharp line move. I wouldn't even consider this totally sharp, more injury related here, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're laying four and a half now, you're getting the worst of it. You know, I look at mon uh, money line minus 180. That's a little bit high, too. I just think, you know, uh, you could walk this tire open and say, hey, can we grab the Mavs at plus four and a half right now? And will Luca be able to gut it out? Maybe he's not 100%. Maybe he's 80%. That four and a half maybe falls a little bit if Luca's good to go. But if he's not playing here, Pritch, it's tough now. We missed that early move toward, toward the Utah Jazz. We were kind of hinting at it yesterday. Maybe money line minus 180, that's a little bit high for me. But if there's no Luka, it's just tough to do anything other than look at the Jazz in game one. Yeah, left calf strain. Again, uh, some fibers torn right there. Uh, that's that's what from a former athlete, you know, you think about that and what the rehab and the treatment was going to entail there. I mean, blood flow, blood flow, blood flow uh, is in order. Uh, but can Luka even elevate to shoot the rock? I, I mean, the start and stop ability, that's going to be compromised. We know that already. But uh, can he elevate to shoot the rock, you know, against a, a decent Utah team? And, and so that's why I was looking. I know it's been steamed already, but uh, maybe he's not rolled out. And that's why, because this game is coming up uh, uh, on Saturday. So I was just wondering, anticipating the line moving even more. Uh, maybe now's the time to look at that number. I'm thinking it is Pritch. And again, we missed the best of it. The other thing is, you know, you're almost treating this like a football week, you know, mm -hmm. looking at how long and how, how much of a runway we have until this game, not until Saturday. So if the line's already moving like this, this tells me that, Hey, despite having, you know, Luca, you know, a bunch of days here to get ready for Saturday, it's probably a more serious injury that he may not play because when you see this big steam based on an injury, there's probably some source within the locker room or some kind of word that got out. Obviously we know the severity of it, or we know the injury, but the fact that line moves so big to the jazz tells me that, Hey, even despite such a, you know, a, a good recovery time for Luca, he's got four or five days. He may not, you know, that may not be still be enough time for him to get ready to play here. And I'd also look at uh, the, the series price here, Pritch. I just dialed this up here at BetMGM. 
big move here to the Jazz. This was, you know, a much smaller number going into yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now it's all the way up to Jazz minus 300 to win this series. So I'm not huge into laying these big numbers here on a series price. If anything, you like the Jazz, maybe you look at rolling over their money line each game. But just goes to show you a player like Luka, what a massive impact he has on both, you know, the opening game line on Saturday and the series price. Right now, the Mavs, like plus 250 to win the series. This injury is a really tough break here. For the Mavs, good break for the Jazz. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get to the play-in tournament uh, tonight. Uh, Cavs and the Nets. Uh, looking at that game first, uh, Josh. Uh, so looking at this game, and we got some data here too from BetMGM uh, in terms of the betting. Uh, and you highlighted this too yesterday a little bit. But you look at the spread, 54% uh, ticket percentages on the Nets. Uh, the handle all over the Nets too. Uh, I thought it could be higher. or Because, uh, you know, you think about Durant, you think about Irving, that could be higher. It's not. Uh, the money line situation, though, certainly higher for the Nets, 86%. Uh, but this matchup is intriguing to me because of the, the fact that Cleveland can play defense. They have the effort. They've showed that. The Cavs have shown that. Uh, and we know Brooklyn, uh, the ability to play defense, they're challenged that way. Uh, but they do have two outstanding closers. So if you look at the fourth quarter alone, uh, even if it's a close competitive game, I'm looking for the Nets to have that ability to close it out. Yeah, and I think, you know, just right off the bat, looking at these numbers, Chris, doesn't that line seem a little bit high? Just yeah. at first glance, like Cavs getting eight and a half, nine. I mean, it feels like, hey, let's grab the points here. I think there's a kind of a, a you know, a public narrative of, hey, it's the playoffs. You had to be, you know, pretty good team to make the playoffs. If you're mm -hmm. getting almost double digits, you might as well grab those points. May, you may not upset win uh, with the Cavs, but maybe they cover this number. That's kind of the, the early initial, just look at the line, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. However, you dig a little bit deeper, Rich, I look at laying the points with the Nets or nothing in this spot because really what you're looking at in terms of the betting percentages, you know, only 54% of bets on the Nets for all intents and purposes, that's pretty much down the middle. You know, the Nets were such a big public team getting 80% of bets pretty much every game. They've struggled down the stretch here. Uh, and now you're laying a big number in the playoffs, which kind of scares the public off. So pretty much split down the middle. And any, you know, early thing I learned with betting percentages and line movement, Rich, is if you're 50-50 or 55-45, you're pretty much down the middle. Theoretically, a line shouldn't move at all. Tickets are split. Really shouldn't be much of an adjustment. Yet we did see a big adjustment to the Nets here. Minus eight and a half, all the way up to nine and a half. So it tells me, despite the public being relatively split, the bigger money wagers look to be laying it with the Nets here. And from our buddy John Ewing, this is a really interesting stat. You look at the last uh, decade here. Uh, when you're a favorite of laying eight points or more in the playoffs, you're covering 57% of the time. So it goes to show you. Hey, the line's probably high for a reason here. That's why we're seeing, uh, you know, kind of the line move further to uh, to the Nets. But to me, Pritch, I don't want to lay the worst of it. I'd go Nets or nothing. My play here is the under. Okay. Majority bets on the over, yet the line fell. A lot of these books were 229, down to around 227. Some books are dropping to 226 and a half right now. And you'd have Cleveland, uh, really slow pace, 27th in the NBA. Good defensive team, as you mentioned, seventh in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And you have seen the Nets really trend to the under recently, 5-1 their last six. So when you get to these playoff games, kind of like March Madness, it, you know, you tighten up a little bit. Each possession is really, really critically important. I'd look to maybe a lower scoring game here. I'd lean Nets laying it, but give me the under 227 in this game. Okay, I'm going to take a second look at that under. I wasn't interested in laying the nine and a half right now on our board <laughs> uh, for the Nets just because of their defense. I just can't trust that. Uh, and if we do get to the fourth quarter, I can trust the ability of, of Irving and, and certainly uh, Durant to close it out. Um, but I, I still wouldn't take the points either uh, with Cleveland because they're challenged offensively. And that's why your underplay uh, might be the play right there, Josh. Okay, let's get to the Clippers and the Timberwolves. Looking forward to this matchup. Uh, Patrick Beverly. I think he's the uh, wild card in this one uh, because you got a young Minnesota team. 
but they have Cat, who's comfortable on a perimeter now. Uh, certainly, uh, you got Edwards, who, as a young player, uh, can play physical. He has that presence, too. But I think Beverly could be uh, the key here uh, because you think about the fact that the Clippers are savvy enough uh, and they know what they can get away with in the playoffs, whereas Minnesota they haven't been in the playoffs really that much and they don't know what they can get away with yet. Uh, but maybe that uh, maturity uh, or, or experience, let me say that, experience and antics from Beverly can help that out. I think so. Really, Beverly playing great defense, and that's really what this team needed to really turn it around, Pritch. You got all these talented young guys. Let's bring in a veteran who can kind of show right. them how to win and play defense. Almost that Marcus Smart, get under the skin of the opposing team. Pritch, look at that. If we can throw up those percentages up again, Ben, this is a wheelhouse play for me. Low bets, higher dollars, line move here to Minnesota. Minnesota's only getting 42% of bets across the market. You know, almost two-thirds of bets here saying, hey, Paul George getting points postseason. I'll take that all day. However, line is going to the T-Wolves. T-Wolves open lane two and a half. They're up to three. Some I saw a couple threes that were juiced up minus three, minus 115, like it may go to three and a half. Mm -hmm. Why is line going to Minnesota when the majority of bets here are on the Clippers? I'll go money line here on uh, on Minnesota. I know you're laying it a little bit higher. It's minus 150. But this looks like a fade the trendy dog play to me. I know it's not a huge deal, Pritch, but Luke Kennard is out for this game. Right. Hamstring injury. That's a guy who can hit some threes, come off the bench, almost some instant offense here. I got to take Minnesota public all over Clippers yep. yet line going to Minnesota. Looks like a sharp fade, the trendy dog play. I'll go money line. Uh, T-Wolves. I anticipated you playing the money line too, Josh. So I beat you to it. Oh yeah. I'm on the money. I'm not line. messing around with the backdoor <laughs> yep. cover. No, I don't want any yeah. of that. <laughs> I, I played the money line this morning. There you go. Uh, get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24 seven streaming daily best bet emails, including advice, data and strategy all for $19 or a digital MLB guide at vcin.com is available right now. Adam Burke has futures team previews. Uh, and best bets for all 30 teams. Again, it's $19 at vcin.com slash spring. Josh Towers in studio to go over MLB. That's next. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. 
Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you, and so is Josh Towers. And I'm going to make sure I get this right. Um... He's a major league baseball pitcher, forever will be a major league baseball pitcher, but he's retired. So he's no longer a former major league baseball pitcher. Josh Towers, how are you? You can always come back, I guess, right? (laughs) That's right. You could. You could. We've seen enough of us try that nonsense. Oh, man, my goodness. Now, you can follow Josh Towers on Twitter at No Don't Josh. And here's why you got to do it, Mm -hmm. because he's got hot takes that we got to get to. Uh, right away. What what is this all about? I haven't read this yet, but I, I hear it's a hot take from Ben, our producer. What's going on here? Oh, this was like a three-parter. I had said something on Twitter, and then somebody fired back at me. Actually, like three comments fired back, which I really don't ever pay attention to. Mm-hmm. So then I just went and answered them all. Uh, I, I just thought the Brewers with the total of 91, and they hit 95 last year. They had a career year, and every, every one of these guys were just amazing. I just thought that it was way too high. And then after the way they started versus the Cubs and the Orioles, it's just their win total is not going to be it. Um the Mets blowing that 4-1 lead last night was typical of the Mets, and it shows again. Like, that's a that's one of those wins for the Phillies this early in the season that gels them together and lets them know that they have a real deal team. Right. And the Mets didn't need to be the team to blow it, and it lets the Mets go, oh, my God, is this us again? So I thought that that was a defining season game last night as well. Um and in the totals that I kind of like pre-flop again, it, it kind of touched on mm-hmm. all three of those. So again, it was just some comments fired back on, on okay. Twitter that I just kind of responded to all in one. First off, Josh, great to see you. And uh, also you don't have to be retired. Always bill the spaceman Lee, my dad's favorite pitcher from the seventies. He's 75. He drank Bro. a beer and struck somebody out in an independent league game the other day. So he's doing yeah, it. 
you can always come back. But uh, let me get your take on one game coming up here, Seattle and the Chicago White Sox. I noticed a big steam move here to Seattle here, Josh. You had the White Sox with Velasquez going up against Brash. White Sox open around a minus 145 favorite at home. The line is all the way down to around White Sox minus 120, minus 115. A lot of money here. It looks like coming in on Seattle. We have seen dogs so far this year, uh, only winning 45% of the time, but returning about a 6% return on investment. Any love here for Seattle getting some plus money against the White Sox? What's your take on this matchup? None at all. Um, I still don't understand the Seattle thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get why people are still really high on them. I understand last season, but I, I just don't see it. I mean, look at their lineups. The The highest guy's hitting 333, but I don't think he has very many at-bats. That's the eighth and ninth hitter, and the rest of them are hitting, you know, in the ones or under 100. Like, so we're asking that team to win a lot of what we've seen, one-run games, two-one games, that type of stuff. And, and I understand with Vince Velasquez on the mound, we don't know what we're going to get. He was an up-and-down guy with Philadelphia. It turned out to be a great signing for these guys when when guys had went down for the White Sox to have a veteran presence. Long-term, do I want Matt Brash on my team? For sure. Short-term, who do I want? I want Velasquez on this team. So you're asking me to compare two starting pitchers and then two completely different offenses. And in Chicago, I think this line is crazy wrong. I get that if you don't want to back Velasquez, I'm 100. But how can you, how can you bet or back Matt Brash? He's a... A minor league kid, didn't go to big league camp, so has no time up there at all. He's got two years in the minor leagues. They were solid seasons, don't get me wrong. But he's not going to come up the first start of the season in the big leagues and go more than four or five innings, five max, by the way, because he wouldn't have did that in the minor leagues anyways. So, again, we're asking the Seattle bullpen that's been good to, to pitch a majority of this game on the road in Chicago versus one of the best offenses. I just don't see it. I'm, I, I think this is a phenomenal line for the White Sox. How about that? Yeah, I was looking at this one this morning. I was curious about that situation uh great insight right there josh towers uh let's get to another game feature game actually the mets uh and the phillies uh the mets pitching situation i'm not going to sound the alarm at all but a lot of people may be thinking about panicking out there you mentioned this before right you mentioned this before uh and and the phillies you just mentioned the phillies and so wheeler's on the bump he's going to be on a pitch count i assume because of the shoulder situation that he's endured but uh what do you think about this game uh phillies minus 145 at home eight and a half total yeah, again, we know that the the Phillies bullpen loaded up. Right. Um, they've already had a pretty hot start to the season. They're going to baby Zach. We know that, right? But he, again, he didn't pitch in spring training as well. We know that, Ben, let me know as well, pre-flop. But he did pitch somewhere, right, okay. where he probably was down in minor league camp. He's not just making his first appearance on the mound. Okay. He's built up to go four or five as well. We just don't see it on TV because we don't have to. He's on the team. He's a Cy Young candidate. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So he's been down in minor league camp stretching out the whole time. So he wouldn't be here if he wasn't ready. Tyler Magill has quickly taken over as the best pitcher on the Mets team. And we know that he had a great start. Um, I anticipate him continuing to do that at some point. He'll hit his hiccups, but you know, right now, Tyler's um, he's doing good things. He's got a brother in the big leagues and they bounce off each other. So he, you know, he comes from a little bit of experience I, I just can't long-term, I can't take the Mets. I mean, they blew a very important game, a 4 nothing game late in the game. It's typical Mets. This Phillies team, like we just talked about, in my opinion, is loaded and deep. Um, they're, they're off to a good start, and Bryce isn't really hitting yet. Wait till he gets hot. And he's still willing to take his walks, which is, which is very uh, important to that team. But, again, they're so loaded all the way around, one through nine, that they're, this is not the same team that we're used to. I can't, in good faith, bet the Mets – 
after what happened yesterday. There's too many question marks already. We can't do that. No one's built on offense that's going to win in this league. Uh, I know Ben had talked about maybe taking the Mets first five, and that's completely understandable. I haven't got to that point in the season where I'm messing with first fives yet, so I don't really have a feel on that. Okay. Josh, let's look at one interleague game tonight. It's the most lopsided game of the night. Everybody's betting the Dodgers. Look at the Dodgers. You know, they <laughs> lost their last two against uh, against the Colorado Rockies. That over 68 and a half for me and Pritch win total with Colorado. Decent start here so far, but uh, almost 80% of bets are on the Dodgers. Kind of that gambler's fallacy. Great team. Yep. They lost two in a row. They have to win today. But I'm seeing a little movement here down to Minnesota, Josh. You have the Dodgers open like minus 140. They're down to around minus 130 at some shops. Would this be uh, a play for you to maybe look at the Twins on, on a plus money payout? <laughs> um, I get I get it. Uh, again, we expect the Dodgers to win a ton of games, and they will. I feel like they always start slow for some reason. Um, and then you see 130 next to the Dodgers name, and you want to jump on that versus anybody at any time always because their lineup's so good. Uh, I can't back Andrew Haney. I just don't think that he's been that great in Anaheim and or New York. And Chris Archer had been a play for a while where it was an automatic bet against. So you're asking me to bet on him versus the Twins. For me, uh, this game in particular, I'm probably just going to stay away. You know, Cleveland's lineup is surprising people. Um, the Royals or yes. the Royals pitching is that bad. Observations, <laughs> though, because, I mean, look, Josh, the injuries are there. Obliques, knees. I'm yeah. talking about pitchers here. Yeah. Um, uh, everything, everything, fingers. I mean, all everything is popping up for pitchers these days. Uh, what do you make of that situation for betters? <laughs> I know. Okay. You said it. You said it. You're still a pitcher. Uh, but, uh, like, yeah, as a better, I mean, what do you do? Obviously, you just got to look deeper into these lineups and, and, and rotations and certainly – the bullpens are going to be so important. Vital. Right. Vital. That is the key. Again, that's the backbone to any winning team. And we know when it comes to betting, it's why we take the starters' names off the board. We mm -hmm. don't even list them anymore yeah. because it's a bullpen-based game. Uh, Tyler Maley's dope. Again, he's a really good pitcher. Um, but Shane Bieber's also pretty good. And for me, when I saw this game, at first I shot uh, the Tribe or the Guardians at plus money. Right, so then that's when I jump on it. Um, you, you're going to give me Shane Bieber versus anybody in baseball with the way this offense has been playing the last two days, a lot of confidence, and then obviously Stephen Kwan's been the talk of baseball. You're going to give me a hot offense, and you're going to give me arguably the best pitcher in baseball at a pick em? Yeah. Uh, It's a try play for me all day, okay. no matter what. Okay. Yeah. Josh, I'm with you on that one. Let's look at one more if we can fit it in. Toronto, New York Yankees. This looks very similar to yesterday where – you know, big more, big uh, majority of bets are on Toronto, yet you did see some movement on the Yankees yesterday. P tip your cap to the public. They nailed it with Toronto. Same thing today. Kachuki against Cortez. Yankees open like minus 110, short number. They've ticked up a little bit to around minus 120. Do the Yankees get back on track with a win today, Josh, or is it, hey, if you're still getting Toronto plus money, is that the play? Yeah, I had Toronto as well yesterday. Um, again, you guys know how I feel. I think this is arguably the best team in, in, in the game, and this is one of the key plays. It's it's almost to a point where I kind of want to watch the game first and see how you say does. Um, I think he's one of the keys. I mean, this is my fifth starter for this team. Like that's how good Toronto got all of a sudden. And Nestor Cortez, uh, he does a lot of tricky stuff and changes his delivery. And I get all that. And, and is he really a starter? And Toronto doesn't care offensively. Um, the, the key to this game, as you say, is, is he does he have the confidence as he overcomes some things to be able to pitch in New York on the stage? And um, I think we saw that last year once or twice where he was. So I, I would favor the Blue Jays in this situation. But again, for me, 
I, I want to see more out of Yusei, but if you're asking me who should be the favorite of the game, I think 100% the Blue Jays should be the favorite. They're a far superior team to the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees uh, seem like an inch in every year they play with pressure, but even more so, it seems like already it's starting mounting, to right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, imagine that every day you go to the yard, like you have all this stuff that we see, the history of the game, the monument, all this stuff, and the pressure that they have at once in 09, and it, and it does mount up, and all yeah. these guys are brought in to do that, right? It's tough for them. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. Josh Towers in studio. Again, thanks a lot for your time. MLB analyst, uh, always will be a pitcher. He's just retired. Uh, lucky to have him here at Beeson. Thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Sorry, Appreciate I got caught watching the game. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. He's going to make his comeback, Josh Applebaum. Uh, come up next, though, uh, on the program, Josh. we got to get back to the association, uh, break down some more of these games. Let's come up next. Nicotine pouches, fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are available with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-restraint lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction, six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom. Find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are available for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, back to the association, the Eastern Conference uh, series prices. Now, the Heat, obviously, the, the Celtics, all, you know, waiting on their opponents there, but the Bucks uh, and the Bulls, outstanding matchup right there. 76ers, Raptors, outstanding matchup again. Thibel is going to be ineligible to play in games in Toronto because of the vaccination status. Um, but we're looking at these series prices where you got the 76ers laying 185 uh, and the Raptors are, uh, plus 150. Uh, your thoughts on those prices right there between those two teams? Yeah, so I think you got to open the Sixers, you know, favorite in this spot, just from the pure talent standpoint. Obviously, Embiid, you know, looking to be, uh, I hope, the runner-up for MVP as Jokic, uh, the markets have closed, but Jokic in the lead, minus 275 for that. But just the star power, when you get to these, uh, you know, playoff games, Pritch, uh, really the best players on the court tend to win. So if you can roll out, you know, Embiid and Harden and Maxi, who's in the running for most improved player of the year, even though it looks like it's probably going to be uh, John Morant based on the numbers. Uh, and of course, Tobias Harris, who always gets forgotten, but, you know, is a pretty good NBA player. To me, I think you you got to, you know, lay that number with the Sixers. I think if you laid it any lower, you'd have huge liability here by the books. To me, I don't know if the Raptors can pull this thing off, but I am intrigued by the Raptors plus one and a half games on the spread, plus one and a half at minus 140. So maybe this is a four to three series. Maybe it's it's kind of tight. I just think with the 76ers, they have all this talent, but they're prone to kind of, you know, get, making these things a little bit too close, giving out a game uh, when you don't expect it, you know, playing these, these tight games where you expect them to roll. I just think with all these moving parts and, you know, they have had some injuries throughout the year. 
I'm, I don't think they're quite at their at their peak performance right now, especially when you throw in, you know, the thigh bowl, you know, situation here, not being able to go uh, to Toronto. You'll be down a player every time you go up up north here. So I think, you know, I'm not willing to lay it with the, the Sixers. I think they win this series, but I think it's close and I think it goes pretty long. And Toronto, it may not be sexy, but they're a pretty good fundamental team, very well coached by Nick Nurse. Also, Pritch, do the Lakers make a play for Nick Nurse as their new coach? I'd like <laughs> to see the prop market on who the next Lakers coach will be. Uh, but what are your thoughts, Pritch? I'm leaning a little bit Raptors plus one and a half games. Maybe you lose four to three at minus 140. You got to pay a little bit, a little, little juice there. But I think the series might be closer than we expect. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, depth is of concern for the 76ers when it comes to this series, this matchup. Uh, Thibault not being able to play up in Toronto uh, compromises that depth situation even more. Uh, I, I think with Maxi. Uh, you mentioned Harris. You know, he's got to step up. Certainly Harden. Like, Harden can't play the entire game. Right. And so who's going to close out to? I think that's been an issue for the 76ers. The Raptors with health issues down the stretch a little bit, uh, but they're a deeper team, too. Uh, well coached. They execute. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be a tighter series. than A lot of people are imagining. I mean, minus 185. I'm not going to jump on that. I think the 76ers will get by it. But I'm, I'm curious about how they're going to adjust, how Doc's going to adjust uh, with the consistency issue from shooting it, even though Maxi has stepped up. Uh, but I, I think the depth concern is a real one. Yeah, I think so too, Pritch. And again, this is the Raptors team that you're really lucky you have, you know, some time here for the first game because uh, you had Fred Van Vliet with a, a little bit of a knee injury here. Yep. He should be good to go, but a little extra time for Van Vliet. Uh, Siakam was rested down the stretch, so he's uh, ready to go here. Anunoby was a guy who battled a quad injury. So I think you want to get these guys healthy here, obviously, and kind of put up a fight if you can. At least we're going to get that plus one and a half. I'm looking at this opening line game here, Pritch. You, you opened up with, uh, let's see, the Sixers laying four and a half at home. Pretty much stayed four and a half. As of right now, slight majority of bets on the Sixers just saying, hey, great team star players at home. We do have this edge here to these favorites uh, who have done pretty well historically in the playoffs. But I'm thinking, do we get this thing down to four and a half? You're kind of minus 110 both sides. I'm leaning a little bit Raptors in the points here in the first game, but I want to see that move. And again, with so many days, so much you know runway until the game starts, let's let these bets build up. I think the next move will be critical, Pritch. Four and a half right now. Do we get down to four? That would indicate a little bit money there on the Raptors. If it inches up toward five over the next couple of days, we'll monitor this on the show. That would tell me that, hey, maybe you are getting some chalk money there on, on Philadelphia. Okay, let's get to the Bucks and the Bulls, a little highway series action here. Uh, the Bucks, I, they pretty much own the Bulls, in my opinion. I think the Bulls, so many new parts, whether it's Donovan, Coach, uh, you got DeRozan, just new parts, uh, Levine in and out of the lineups. And, and so the, the continuity just doesn't seem like it, it is at a level where it needs to be against the defending champions. And you're talking about the Bucks that are fully healthy. Lopez back on the floor is going to be a tremendous help. And you, it's recognizing his price. I mean, the Bucks minus 1100 here uh, for this series. Yeah, and for game one here, uh, I think it's what Sunday at two o'clock. It's already minus nine and a half up to minus ten for the Bucks at home. That's the biggest number of the playoffs thus far, and that would match kind of that same system match with the Nets tonight, where if you're a favorite of eight points or more, you're actually covering fifty-seven percent of the time last decade. Now, Pritch, I think the easy layup here would be, hey, let's get the Bucks to win the series. But this is why betting, this is why the odds makers make a lot of money. You have to, you know, provide pros for betting a dog, cons for betting a favorite. I can't lay a minus 1100 here with the bucks. You're just risking too much in order to win so little. So I don't think there's much value there in laying that huge number. I'll once again, look toward this, this, uh, this spread price here. I'm looking at the bucks minus two and a half games, minus 190. You could sweep 4-0. You could win 4-1. That's really, you know, your only two options here to cash that bet. 
that's a little more palatable at minus 190 versus a minus 1100, where, again, you're just not getting enough in return to really make the juice worth the squeeze in that point. The Bulls, to me, Pritch, it's a tale of two halves. You know, first half, they're one of the best teams in the NBA. At one point, you had, you know, uh, you know, uh, DeRozan, you know, MVP conversation, putting up insane numbers. And then they really tailed off down the stretch. This is a team that, to me, is running out of gas. You, you, you find out you're not going to get Lonzo Ball back. You've battled some injuries. I think this is the, the time for the Bucks to pretty much roll in this series. I don't know if I want to lay the 10 there in, in mm-hmm. you know, game one, but I am looking at the minus 2.5, minus 190. I think this is a sweep or a 4-1 yeah. to series win for Milwaukee. Well, it's plus 180 either way, uh, 4 or 4-1. Uh, plus 180 right there. I mean, better price uh, situation, Ooh. right? That's Pritch. You are getting so sharp, my well, man. That's from Ben. Did our you producer. play in the NFL? I think you're always a better. That's a <laughs> that, good call by you. That's Ben, our producer, that just helped us out with that. So we well, no, that makes credit. a ton of sense. Right. Yeah, give credit. So you, you know, you could lay the minus. Uh, what do we say? Minus one ninety. Just saying, hey, it could be a sweep or a four one, mm-hmm. and we'll win it either way. But how, why not grab some plus money on a four one or four zero? If you, you know, you're gonna have to walk that tightrope. There's right. no guarantee it'll happen. But if you get one of those, you'll get point eight units just by getting a plus one eighty on both sides. Look at the next matchups, though, when the Heat uh, to be determined for their matchup. Uh, but the the opponents, think about that, and then certainly with the Celtics too. Uh, you and I, we talked about the Celtics. Uh, for a minute now, uh, and you're going to have that rest advantage too. And so uh, even if the Nets break through and they start to look like the team that everybody imagined them looking like with Kyrie and uh, without James Harden, obviously, with Durant too, and they're playing at a high level, uh, uh, you go through a play-in situation, now you got to match up with those uh, type of teams too. I mean, that, that kind of gets dicey right there. I'm, I'm anticipating, uh, uh, you know, whatever the lines are going to be right there, but just the heat – on the Celtics being at a decided advantage, though. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you can get either of these teams, Celtics or uh, or the Heat against the Hawks or the Hornets, I mean, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be pretty good prohibitive favorite against both those teams. Uh, I would say one thing in terms of the Nets. To me, the Nets are a huge wild card. Like, they okay. really let us down, you know, down the stretch. They had so high expectations. Ben Simmons, you know, we were thinking that maybe he'd come back late in the season. Now they're saying maybe in the playoffs. You may not even see Simmons at all here. We have to see how that plays out. Also, even if he does come back, you haven't played in a year, Pritch. You're going to get thrown right into the fire of the playoffs where you had, you know, kind of your meltdown last year with not, you know, shooting that layup there when he's under the basket. I don't think you're banking on Simmons here. To me, it's the respect of in the playoffs when it's, you know, five guys on the court and you can throw out the two best guys of Kyrie and Durant against pretty much anyone. That's to me you're, what you're banking on with the Nets for them to take their game to the next level. Uh, I just don't know if they have, you know, the supplementary parts. If all the weight is on the shoulders of Durant and Kyrie, you know, they are incredibly talented and they're, you know, incredibly uh, amazing here on the court. But is that too much to overcome here? Mm-hmm. I just think, I, I, to me, I don't know which way to go. On the one hand, I want to respect the Nets, Pritch, with all their talent. On the other hand, it's like, are we just respecting them because of name recognition? What's your take on the Nets? Well, I find them really, really hard to, to, to put a handle on. Well, it is hard to put a handle on because I think the hype would suggest that, okay, they're going to be just fine because uh, you got two superstars on the floor together now, full time. Uh, but we saw the Nets go through uh, a bad spurt or a bad period without Durant because he was hurt. Uh, the inconsistency of Irving on the floor, too. So, uh, in my mind, the Nets never really improved their situation. They were in a play-in situation for a while, for a minute, and and so there was never that improvement of that situation. Therefore, uh, I'm not buying into the hype. I, I need more proof that it's going to be okay. And you mentioned Ben Simmons. I think that's a big wild card, too. Uh, and then the Hawks, the same kind of thing. They're a hot team, but they've been in the play-in situation for a while. 
uh, never really improving their situation. So uh, looking at the Heat and the Celtics, who've been on top majority of the Eastern Conference for majority of the season, uh, I give uh, more credence to that pedigree there, that level. I'm with you, Pritch. And again, the question is, can the Nets flip the switch? Very hard to do, but they have the talent to maybe do it. Yes, they do. Let's get to some Josh Applebaum best bets coming up next. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NHL, an official sports betting partner of BetMGM. Just place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team scores a goal, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code VSIN200, plus you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses and converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and more. 
at MGM Resorts Nationwide. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets are site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Welcome back to the show. Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum uh, with you. So, Josh, uh, do you have the day sweats? Because we got Boston uh, and Detroit going at it. It's 5-3 to three Boston, uh, top of the ninth inning. Yeah, so this is a sweat for me. Uh, not looking great for me. This okay. is kind of a fan tax play, Pritch, because you know I'm a Sox fan. But I took a shot on the De- uh, Detroit Tigers here, getting a little plus money. You saw some movement in their favor. They were up 3 nothing in this game. Then Devers had a big hit here to, to right. break it open 5-3. Open to three. So we'll see what happens, Pritch. I think with baseball, it's just you got to prepare yourself for really volatile swings You know, back and forth. You could have... A bad night, a great night. This is the volatility of a sport where I think you got to have, you know, very strict bankroll management. You have to say to yourself, hey, you know, I could get down on a dog. They could, you know, have a good lead and and, and blow it for you. But don't get discouraged. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. With such a volume sport, bankroll management is key. And you got to be, you know, willing to ride these waves of MLB. So uh, you saw yesterday, dogs were seven and four. Unders have been, you know, great so far this year. I think they're around 60%. Uh, again, don't let one game kind of influence you one way or the other. To me, it's a system match sport that you grind for six months long. Yeah, I'm only four teams deep on my portfolio right now, Josh. I'm going to give it a full <laughs> week uh, at least to gather some intel. For instance, the Rockies. You know, last year it was a great system for me to play the Rockies first game away from Coors Field. But look what they – no, controversy involved in that game against the Rangers. I get it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I still need some intel, and that's why I'm still building out that portfolio. Yeah, I think that's a great way for you to kind of approach this, Pritch. And again, with baseball in such a long season, yep. I don't think we have to be experts in week one. We don't have to, you know, have 10 bets a day in week in week one of the season. I think this is a sport where let the volume benefit you. I think with all the data, baseball is such a data-driven sport, unlike any other, that if you can let the bet, the sample size build up uh, in terms of, uh, you know, letting our portfolio, we don't have to have, you know, what you, what you, look, what you look at, Pritch. We don't need 30 portfolio plays starting today. Mm-hmm. We can slowly pick our spots, let it build up. I just think with baseball, it's really important to have that long grind, you know, mentality instead of saying, hey, I need to be an expert on day one. I think if you're looking at it that way, you know, take a step back, make a more a little bit of, of a patient approach here when you're betting a really long season like this. Okay, how about we get back to the association because you have an update on coach of the year. What do you have? Yeah, so this isn't the official coach of the year in order to, you know, cash your bet on, uh, you know, these uh, awards that will be, you know, handed out based on the media. This is basically uh, the coaches have voted okay. uh, and they call it a, a, a specifically the national, the NBA Coaches Association mm-hmm. Coach of the Year. So we had um, our buddy, uh, our buddy Woj just dropped this mini Woj bomb here, but announced that Monty Williams is the award winner based on his peers voting him in. So for the second straight year, uh, Monty Williams wins this award. Uh, he went 64 and 18, incredible record okay. here. I gained a lot of respect for him last year when, you know, he loses to the Bucks in the finals and went to their locker room, mm-hmm. you know, to congratulate them. That showed me that this is a pretty good guy here uh, and really, you know, a really great X's and O's guy led his team to the number one seed. But in terms of betting angle, Pritch, we have to wait until the official award gets handed out in the playoffs. But 
go back to this low bets, higher dollar system, especially with prop betting. Right now, Monty Williams, he opened plus 1,200 coach of the year going into the year. He's now minus 2,000. Yeah. He's getting 17% of bets, but 51% of money. So it looks like a really good low bets, higher dollar line move here to Monty Williams. The only problem is laying a 2,000, not much value anymore. But this is a kind of a, a guy that we are looking at in terms of a, a betting uh, data-driven approach pretty much all season long. If the coaches voted him in, it's more very likely that he's going to win the actual award when it gets awarded late in the, later in the playoffs. Yeah, that pretty much cemented that situation. I mean, just go to the National Football League when Vrabel won it. Uh, and, you know, the odds were there's some value there at the point where Vrabel actually uh, got the respect that he needed to win Coach of the Year uh, because you're doing more with less, the whole injury thing. Uh, and Monty kind of did that even with that team without Chris Paul, right? Uh, and so the time to bet that was a long time ago uh, in association. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why, you know, we try to do as good of a job as we can to kind of update these numbers throughout the year. You know, BetMGM feeds us this data, and if we can locate, you know, low bets, higher dollar line move type situation, like I'll give you another one, Pritch, uh, for sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero. It's pretty much unbettable right right now. He's like, you know, minus 10,000, but 24% bets, 67% money. Uh, That was, again, something that, here's the thing, if you wait too long, you know, you're going to miss all these good numbers. If you can stay glued into it and listen to, you know, our show and we update you on these numbers, Hmm. hopefully you can maybe bet Hero or Williams a little bit earlier and get a better number. You mean a couple months ago when he was averaging 20 off the bench, that kind of thing? (laughs) Exactly, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. You're noticing some line movement in the Nuggets and Warriors. So what have you seen? Yeah, so this is a game that we kind of hit on a little bit earlier uh, yesterday, Pritch, and really kind of solidified my position based on some line movement today. So it's still we got to wait until Saturday. It's an 8.30 p.m. Eastern time game. But kind of what we were expecting, public is loading up on the, uh, the Warriors here. Dub City, uh, Steph Curry factor. Uh, they've they had a great year, even though they kind of tailed off a little bit late. But they opened as around a five-point favorite, five-and-a-half-point favorite at some shops against the Nuggets for game one on Saturday. We're seeing those five and a half fall to five, and some of these fives look like they may be getting down to four and a half. So if you're looking at the Nuggets, and I'm, you know, they're in a really good contrarian spot. They're only getting about a third of bets, and I would assume that they'll probably stay pretty contrarian going into Saturday. You may want to jump on that uh, that plus five now before it falls to four and a half. I'd be looking at the Nuggets here in the points, and the movement is really going toward Denver, even though we still have a you know a bunch of days here yeah. until tip off. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to that uh, and those developments, Josh. Let's get back to Major League Baseball because. We had Josh Towers in studio, and we went over a number of games. Uh, I'm very interested in this game with Seattle uh, and the White Sox. I'm looking at the White Sox. Minus 112 now. Uh, the total nine here at the South Point. Because uh, we went over uh, Brash, uh, guy who's never pitched uh, above, I want to say, double A, uh, makes his debut with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, and with that lineup with the White Sox, only minus 112 at home, though, against that pitcher. Yeah, so I think you run into this, you know, across all sports, but it's kind of a daily occurrence when you when you run into baseball numbers that look too good to be true. So right. I always get scared by that. To me, that's an automatic like red flag, dangerous. And again, if, if everything looks too good to be true and, and it resulted in a winner, we'd all be millionaires. The books would go bankrupt. You know, to me, you want to bet against those lines that look too good to be true instead of being on them. So uh, Josh Towers, I loved his breakdown on the game. You know, White Sox are at home. Can you trust this guy, Brash? But I got to put some faith into the market, Pritch. When you're a market-based better, right. you like what you're seeing out of Seattle today. So I had to play them. I mean, they opened, right. you know, getting like plus 130. They're down to like plus 105, even money here. They've lost two straight. The White Sox have won two straight. Everything's lining up with, with the White Sox here, yet the line's really falling here towards Seattle. So I took some plus money on Seattle earlier today, around plus 105. Uh, it's a um, kind of a low bets, higher dollar reverse line move to Seattle, and you're getting a dog high total in a buy low spot. So 
I'll go Seattle here. White Sox could very well win this thing, but I think if you constantly bet games that look too good to be true, you're probably going to lose more often than you win long-term. Velasquez is on the bump for Chicago. Another game of interest, Cleveland, that hot lineup. Uh, And Cincinnati, (laughs) you got Bieber on the bump. Uh, And this game, too, for Cleveland, they're minus 107 uh, in this game. (laughs) So this also looks like a too good to be true play, but my distinction here, Pritch, would be the lines moving toward the team that looks too good to be true. So if you're making me, you know, decide between Cleveland and the White Sox, I will lean Cleveland here a little okay. bit. You mentioned their lineup; I've uh, been hitting great here to start. Ramirez got his big money deal, so maybe that reverberates in the locker room. Like, hey, we believe in this team a little bit. Bieber, obviously, uh, the Biebs, you know, one of the best pitchers here, won the Cy Young. I believe in that pandemic shortened year. But a lot of these books open like Cincinnati a short favorite, minus one fifteen, something like that. It's pretty much a pick 'em and moving toward Cleveland. So uh, this is a play where, even though it's a slight majority of bets on Cleveland. If you're making me bet this game, I will go Cleveland on the money line. Shop around. Can you get close to even money? That'll be my bet here with Bieber and a good hot offense. Market Insights podcast is out. It's dropped. Uh, Josh Applebaum always mm-hmm. gives great insight on the podcast. What'd you have? Yeah, so hit on a few of them, Pritch. Um, I did lay uh, the money line here with the New York Yankees. They let me down yesterday, oh, so man. Josh Towers got me on that one. But uh, it's the same sort of thing. Public all over Toronto, yet the Yankees open a slight favorite, become a little bit more of a favorite here. So I laid it with the Yankees in that spot. Uh, Minnesota was another play for me. Everyone betting the Dodgers, yet line falling to the Twins. So I took a little plus money there. My favorite play of the night, Pritch, uh, again, doesn't mean you bet five units on it. It's one unit like any other bet for me. But I like Houston tonight. The Houston Astros are on the road at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Houston opener on a minus 130 favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to like minus 160. That's a huge move here toward the Houston Astros. They would match that interleague series match where if you're a favorite in interleague play with a line move in your favor, you win at a higher rate than, you know, bet, uh, playing a team in your own conference here. So like that spot, especially with Garcia going up against Bumgarner and Pritch for your portfolio, keep an eye out for Houston against lefties. Mm-hmm. Look at the last three or four years. They've really raked here against lefties. I'll go Houston Astros here. Okay. Mad Bum's got increased velocity on that fastball already. Um, I'm a little concerned, Pritch. Baseball, it's it's give or take. It's uh, get ready for ups and downs, but let's go Strohs in this one. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at the game now, five to three uh, Red Sox, uh, bottom of the ninth uh, now, uh, Josh. Dirty water, Pritch. Let's go Sox. (laughs) Even though that had moved toward toward the Tigers, what are you going to (laughs) do? Great job. The Edge coming up next. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. 
I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.